Yo, what is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Fro Anime Podcast, your one-stop shop for news on anime, games, and great discussions. I'm your host, Dallas, and today we will be talking about some written works getting anime adaptations, Dr. Stone and what I think about it, and art style versus animation. So if you're interested, tune in. Let's get started. Let's see what's hot this week in anime. So, Tiger and Money Season 2 is coming back and it has been confirmed that the original cast will return and reprise their roles. Now, a quick summary of Tiger and Bunny. Tiger and Bunny was an anime that aired back in 2011 and it was basically about the superheroes that were like on live TV. Um, they were like celebrity status, kind of like a game show. They were getting ranked and having baseball cards coming out of them. Well, not baseball cards, I guess superhero cards, like trading cards coming out of them and things like that and trying to see who could get the highest rank and it was like televised and they were like celebrities and stuff like that um so yeah it will be getting a season two and it will come out 11 years after the original aired in 2011 so that means it will be coming out in 2022 now next we have prince of tennis we'll be getting a new prince of tennis anime adaptation um and it will be called new prince of tennis hyote versus rikai game of the future it is a 20th anniversary anime that will focus on the Hyote Academy versus Rikai Academy. Um, it's supposed to be an original work. So if you like Prince of Tennis, you have something to look forward to. Now let's get into some anime adaptations. First, we have the manga The Vampire Dies in No Time or Kyoketsuki Sugushinu. It is a supernatural comedy about a vampire where basically anything is his kryptonite. So anything like dust or even a human touching him, everything can kill him basically. It's supposed to be funny. Um, so yeah, it comes out soon. There's no release date when it comes out, but I will keep you guys updated on that. Next, we have the light novel, The Hidden Dungeon Only I Can Enter, or Ore Dake Hairu Kakushi Dungeon Kosori Kitate Sekai Saiki. Um, these anime are getting really long in their, their titles, and to be honest, it's getting kind of annoying. But um, moving right along from that. So the anime is about an adventure fantasy that follows a young son of a noble who gains access to this like secret dungeon that will allow him to be able to train and become more powerful. And basically he wants to change his future because apparently um, he had this like internship or something set up. And the first day of his internship, they actually revoked his internship or whatever. So he's now like, I want to get stronger. And he found a secret dungeon and it's going to allow him to secretly get stronger. And hopefully change his future so yeah that's all we have for what's hot all right so this week i actually rewatched an anime that came out last year and it was one of my favorite anime of the 2019 year so and that anime is dr stone dr stone follows high school genius Sinko ishigami who attempts to repair the world from a mysterious green light that crystallized the population into stone now i know what you're thinking you're like okay so this is going to be one of those animes where we follow one character in this post-apocalyptic world and that's it that's gonna be boring there's no characters to interact with stuff like that but no you are going to be wrong first off if you think that's boring go watch girls last tour because they did it and it was phenomenal but that's not what this anime is about this anime is actually a little bit different because right off the bat you know it's not about the whole world being in stone i mean it is but it isn't so i'll explain a little bit so first some things that i liked about this anime first thing i like about this anime is that it is really educational without being like boring and preachy so in um dr stone you have this character who's who's a genius he knows basically every like chemical formula he knows how to build pretty much anything he needs to build when it first came out i was watching it and i said it kind of reminds me of like 
Minecraft the anime because you know he starts off with nothing he has to build everything out of wood then he gets stone then you know this that and the other and so it kind of builds kind of like if you were if you turn Minecraft into an anime that's kind of what it the, the story kind of falls something like that so as he's building these different contraptions he actually explains you know how this this works how this is made why this works why he needs this and things like that I'll give you guys an example so one of the things he needs to build is a cell phone he needs to build some type of phone or some type of telecommunication device and when he's building it he explains exactly how a telephone works and while he's explaining it to the other characters they have like pictures and things on the screen that really help you follow along and if you really don't, didn't know how the cell phone works it actually does such a good job of explaining it that somebody who didn't know would now know how it works with a basic gist and he does it in a comedic way a funny way an entertaining way but overall it was still educational now this isn't an educational anime it's just an anime that happens to teach you while you're watching it now another thing i really liked about dr stone is the character's design our main character Sinku shigami has a wonderful character design um he's got like i used to call him like celery head because that's kind of what his, his hairstyle looks like um he's got this really cool like straight up like kind of like a mad scientist look but not too like mad scientist-y when i saw the visual for this back in 2019 i actually thought that Sinku was the bad guy <laughs> Uh, I didn't realize he was a good guy because um, he always has this like really cocky look on his face and things like that. I, don't know, I really like that about him. Another thing we have is the second opening for it is really nice. I didn't like the first one where it was like I want to change the world or whatever. I didn't really like that opening. It kind of didn't fit the vibe of the anime. Just my personal taste. But the second opening, that's a banger. Um, so yeah, the premise of the anime is uh, like I said earlier, I get back to it. So the premise of the anime is basically. The entire world turns to stone from like this mysterious green light and um Senku Shigami basically wills himself out of this this stone entrapment after like two three thousand years and so basically nature has taken back the world and there are no concrete buildings left Japan is completely forestified or whatever the word is and he has to like go around minecrafting his way to society and at the same time he has to be able to find a cure to turn everybody from stone back into regular people and then you know it grows on that minor spoiler alert for episodes like one and two but um it basically in the first couple episodes he's able to like find a, a, a solution to the crystal the stone problem which i thought i thought that was the main the main plot of the story but the main plot of the story actually isn't him trying to find a cure because he found one in the first couple episodes is really him trying to first off mass produce it and get around the obstacles that start to appear as the anime progresses which i won't say because i do want you guys to watch the anime the premise is really nice in that in that respect uh, i really love the world building as things start to come together um you start to learn more about what the, where the current state of the world is three thousand years later um you start to notice all these different cool things um and that was to me that was really well that was really well done because it is never it never felt like it was forced exposition even the times where it was kind of like okay they're pushing a little bit with this ex exposition it still felt pretty natural and like he was explaining it to like other characters which i know okay it's like yeah that's been done before but he does it in a way that you kind of get halfway through his explanation of other characters and then realize oh wait this is kind of an exposition exposition dump and so that's how well and smooth it is now um of course it wouldn't be a proper review of it if i didn't talk about things that i don't like and the main thing that I don't like about Dr. Stone 
like the number one thing I absolutely hated about Dr. Stone, and I, I don't hate anything, um, but I absolutely couldn't stand the initial side characters' personalities. So the first couple of side characters that you start to see, even before everything turned to stone, was, was Senku's friend, um, Kriza, Krizaha, and then his other friend, who I can't remember the name of right now. But um, you, you see them, and one dude's basically um, just the buff guy who who's, who's does all the heavy lifting. And then the girl is your typical um, anime girl best friend type. Like your, uh, have you ever watched uh, Yu-Gi-Oh? Like the Taya Gardner type character. And they were so cold cut, cookie cutter, boring personality. They had boring character designs too. It just, it wasn't for me. And didn't do anything for me. Like I said, I'm a, I'm a very character interaction centric type person. I like to see the character interactions. And it, when you have such boring blank slate characters, it, it doesn't provide a lot of character interactions. Now, with that being said, I will say the other characters that we get to see later on in the anime, those characters are very much well done. Like, I love all those characters. Everyone after the, the initial two characters um, are, are, are awesome. I love them. So, another thing I didn't like was the way they drew the girl characters in Dr. Stone was kind of weird. And to the, to the uh, author's defense and the illustrator's defense, they did say, um, the mangaka did say he didn't know how to draw girl characters properly, so he kind of admitted to it. So I give him a little bit of slack, but they could have at least cleaned it up a little bit when they started animating it from the manga. Because if you look at the manga, you can kind of see, yeah, he can't really draw girl characters. Their eyes are way too far apart. The faces are really weirdly proportioned, um, things like that. But they cleaned up a little bit from the manga, but I'm not going to give it a pass on that. It's not an excuse. So yeah, would I watch it? I definitely would watch it 100%. Especially if you want to learn something. You want to learn something, watch the, uh, Dr. Stone. It's really good. You can watch it on Crunchyroll. You can watch it on Verve. Watch it on Anime Lab. And if you like dubbing, you can watch it on Funimation. So there's no excuse why you can't watch this one. Definitely give it a watch. I easily give this a 9 out of 10. Alright, I got a question for all of you guys out there. Have you ever watched an anime that looks great? Everything looks amazing. You love how it's drawn. And then the characters start to move. And you're like, uh thought this was actually going to be good well that my dear friends is today's subject matter art style versus animation so i came up with this subject matter actually when i was making my off the dome episode one video if you go watch that video which you should um it actually has a mistake in there when i was talking about baki's animation and i said it was really good and i meant to say the art style was really good um but i was doing it like i said i was doing it off the dome i wasn't i was trying to do it in one take i didn't want to um have to look anything up or edit or cut anything out so i just let it be in there um but yeah so that got me thinking a lot of people actually don't realize the difference between art style and animation whenever i talk to my friends or talk to other people on the internet about anime they'll say things like yeah you know that anime didn't have a good good art style or the animation sucked when really be vice versa so i thought i would address that in today's episode for those of you who don't know, art style addresses the way the anime is drawn, the way it looks, um, the individual art when the character is not moving. So the stills and things like that, the way the character is drawn, the character's design, um, the different features of the anime um, visually, those are considered art style. Animation, on the other hand, animation is when 
um, the characters are moving when the anime is in motion. How does it look when it's in motion? How is the smoke effects? How are the characters? Um, how are, how are the characters' fight scenes? Is it stiff looking when they move? Does the smoke properly dissipate? How are the effects? Or how's the CG? Things like that are animation. Animation is not, oh, you know, wow, that character's drawn really good. That's good animation. No, it doesn't. It has, it's not a good animation. It's good art style. Uh, a good example is actually One Punch Man. When One Punch Man first came out, a lot of people were saying, man, actually, to be honest, in my personal opinion, I didn't like the art style or animation for um, season two of One Punch Man just because it looked way over detailed and the animation was really stiff. That's actually an example, in my personal opinion, of bad art style and animation. But for the sake of this, this uh, topic, I'm specifically talking about the animation. So a lot of people were saying that a good example is when Genos and One Punch Man Season 2 attacks. Um, it's really stiff and you really just have a picture of Genos that moves back and forth with no real movement to his body. It's like they just took the still of the picture and moved it back and forth with a moving background and that, they call that the action sequence. That is bad animation. But a lot of people were saying, I didn't like the art style. It's not art style, it's animation. Um, so yeah, that's the difference between art style and animation. So, the more you know. Thanks again, everybody, for making it to the end of this podcast. I appreciate you all for listening. If you like me, I hope you guys will follow me on social media at the Fro Anime Podcast on Instagram and Fro Anime on Twitter. And also, if you want to see more visual content, if you don't really like the podcast style, go ahead and head over to my YouTube channel where I also make more content. Um, I make YouTube exclusive content like the Off the Dome I mentioned earlier and um, Character Spotlight, where I talk about different characters um, in a little bit in depth. So if you like all that, make sure you give them all a check out and I will see you all again next time.